Hi everyone, welcome to the first edition of It's a New World. This is a new sports-focused podcast that will explore topics in a variety of areas, while also adding some additional insight that you might not hear on a regular basis. We're going to do our very best to stay away from opinions, but like every other human, we're going to have some opinions, just not about the normal topics you usually hear. After all, we are a sports-focused podcast. Over the coming months, we're going to make some changes, but for now, welcome aboard the first episode of It's a New World, presented by your host, Coach Joe New. Hello, I'm really excited about bringing our, our first podcast uh, to you guys today, and the, the you know this is our first time to venture out and talk about what's happening in the world of coaches in Colorado. But let me just kind of share with you a little bit what the podcast is going to be about. Uh, we're going to do some coaches interviews that are, are you know different coaches from different sports like soccer, basketball volleyball, football. Um, I know sometimes I'm a football coach and you think that all we do is interview football coaches and that's not really what we want to do. We want to interview coaches. So all the coaches that are listening to this podcast, uh, don't worry, I'm not going to talk about football every single time. That's not going to happen. We're going to talk about different sports and I'm excited. There's some great coaches uh, in our community that we want to interview to get their ideas. How did they get the coaching? Um, what steps did they have to get the coaching? And also, they probably have stories about their own coach. Who coached them? Uh, what did they do? What What are things they found from their coach that they pass on to the athletes today? So that, that segment of interviews is going to be like really exciting, and I'm excited to, to do that. The other thing we're going to do on this podcast is uh, a segment as what's going on. And so that could be anything. Because I know as coaches, we do other things. I think some people just think we just coach and that's all we do. And then we hibernate in the closet somewhere. But in reality, we're more than just coaches. We, we have lives. So we're going to talk about some of those things and ask some of the coaches some of these questions. Um, The other thing we're going to do on this podcast is we're going to give you some ideas how to build community and culture, which are the two big things I think that happens uh, on a sports team. How do you build uh, a community and how do you build culture? And so we'll uh, have some of these interviews with certain coaches that talk about some of those things. I will give you some of my own ideas of what that looks like. And I think those are things that uh, every coach would want to know. Uh, building uh, community and culture. And then the other thing we're going to do, which I think is fun, is that uh, we're going to update what's going on in the sports. And so we have our guy behind the glass, Chandler. Chandler, say hi. Hi, everybody. (laughs) That is Chandler back there, and he'll give us updates. And he'll he'll chime in every once in a while and make sure I stay on point or make sure I know what the heck I'm talking about. Well, I'll, I'll try my best. Uh, no promises. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about Chandler. Chandler and I are like uh, opposites. Like he is very young, and I'm very old. And so uh, when we are talking about what's going on in uh, sports, he will know that. The great thing about Chandler, though, to let you guys know, he is, he's also a national guy, man. He's got national sports stuff. So every once in a while, we might pop some of those things in. Uh, just to talk about what's going on in the, the culture of sports. And uh, uh, so those kind of things happen, like what's going on in football today, you know. Uh, Chandler, we got 
NFL playing uh, this weekend, right? Yeah, we got NFL playing week one this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, that's going to be exciting. I don't know if you guys have your fantasy leagues out there. Uh, you should be jumping on that and having fun with those things. But, um, yeah, so this podcast, I just want to have fun with it, you know, and be able to talk about certain these things. There are there are going to be certain subjects that I bring up that uh, I'll give you my opinion, uh, not necessarily that's your opinion, but it's my opinion. And we're also, during this podcast, going to have a way uh, for you guys to email us and let us know what you're thinking or sub- maybe other subjects you want us to bring about. So we'll we'll get that out to you guys as we uh, get moving. So I'm excited about that um, because at the end of the day, as coaches, we're all in this together and we're all trying to help our student athletes uh, on and off the field. You understand that most of you as coaches, um, you know, coach, that word coach is a, like a very unique name, Chandler. I mean, very unique name. Well, it encompasses a lot of things. I mean, you could be a mentor. You could be a leader. You could just be that dude that just stands on the sidelines. You could, you're a lot of things as a coach. Yeah, and uh, a while back, there was a former prime minister who was a friend of mine named Tamaret Linen. He asked me the question, uh, Joe, who are the the chiefs of uh, the villages in America? And it took me back a little bit because I was thinking to myself, uh, we don't have chiefs in America. But I kind of understood what he was talking about. And so I told him, I said, well, I mean, on that term or that way of thinking, what does a chief do? Well, a chief in most villages around the world is – the person that if you want to talk to the, the village, you have to go through the chief. If you want to do something within the village, you have to go through the chief to get permission. So the chief is kind of like this hub, this, this, this person in the community that will allow other people to speak into their community and also allows him to, for himself to speak into the community. So I told him, I said, uh, Prime Minister, I think... Um, the chiefs of the villages are coaches. And he just said, what? Uh, yeah, coaches. I think they are chiefs of the village. So he goes, well, explain to me what that means. I said, well, in any community, for, in a sporting community especially, if you're going to come talk to the team, if you're going to do anything within the team, that, that chief, uh, that coach, basically, it will give you permission to do that if you want to sell products if you want to uh, do anything you have to go through a coach and so to me in our in our culture today uh, the community that's being built by coaches is an unbelievable community and no what no matter where you go across this country um, every coach has the same first name coach so uh, at, in Africa there's uh, they were playing soccer and there was a bunch of coaches there and all of a sudden this young person uh, was kicking a wasn't a ball it was kind of like a clothes taped up and they were kicking around so he kind of kicked this little made up soccer ball down and the young man said hey coach and all the coaches that were there turned around because that was all their first name coach so we have a very unique name and I think there's a responsibility that comes with being a coach. And so we're going to talk about some of those things, those responsibilities as a coach, 
those things that help us uh, understand our role. And I think sometimes as coaches, you know, we get into coaching because either you played some kind of high school, college, or maybe you played in the NFL, and you got the itch to be around sports, so you coach. You get in there and you coach. Some coaches, they do it for the X and O's. Some coaches, you know, they do it for other reasons. But what we want to be able to talk about is the responsibility you have as a coach because what you do as a coach and how you present yourself on and off the field helps your student athletes out. And so, honestly, I've been coaching for over 30 years. I've coached football. I've been a head coach in California. And now I'm just an assistant coach here because I'm not really good at it as a head coach. And I realized that myself, too. It's like I realized, okay, I'm not a good head coach. I'm a good assistant, you know. So that's what I am. I'm an assistant coach. But over the 30 years, I was able to be involved in uh, my athlete's life. I mean, I've been to their weddings. I've seen them have kids. I've had, you know, I've had opportunities to marry some. Yeah, I have married some athletes. And so it's, that's pretty interesting, too, because as the guy who's officiating the wedding, Chandler, I have all sorts of stories I could tell them. All sorts of stories. Oh, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. So some of the athletes, I think they regretted that I was you know, going to do their ceremony because they knew I knew exactly all the ins and outs of their lives. But, but it was, as I look back at my coaching career, and watching some of these athletes come back to me and say, Coach, I remember when you said this, or I remember when you said that. And I remember you watching you do things and how you responded to your kids or your family. And so I think those things are important. I think every time you step on the field as a coach, your athletes are watching you. And you might not think so, but they are. And I feel like as we get through uh, these podcasts that we lay out, I want to be able to talk about how can I, how can we help you do that? How can we begin to to look at those things? And you know, Chandler, I had a coach in high school. Uh, his name was Alex Giannis, and uh, man, he was just such a great coach. And uh, I grew up in the inner cities of Los Angeles, a really really rough area, from from Compton to Watts to Carson to Santa Ana. Um, I, I grew up in an area where I didn't have any uh, major role models, but I played high school football for this coach. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been around Greek people before, but Coach Giannis, every Greek person I've ever met, they're like huggy people. Like they would hug you and kiss you and, you know, do all these things. And so he would always like, Hug me. Like the first time Chandler, he hugged me, I was like freaking out that he hugged me. You know what I mean? Have you ever been hugged that way, Chandler? I, I have not, but I'd probably be sitting there going, Mama Mia. <laughs> Mama Mia. That's a good one. But, uh, yeah, so Coach Dianas, he was that way with me. He always hugged me. He, he, uh, I remember the first time Coach Dianas kissed me on the cheek. That freaked me out, man. It just totally freaked me out. But I realized over time – you know, were a kid from the streets like myself and this coach who it, it was so different. And my life was kind of going all wayward, but he was always that rock, like that foundation, that, that person I knew that I could like, I know Coach Janice is going to be there. 
every practice. I knew he was going to be there on Friday. I knew all that. So that really gave me some stability. And I remember the first time I didn't have a whole lot of, like, you know, we, we weren't rich as a family. We were really poor. And But I remember I didn't have, you know, good cleats. And he went out and bought me my first pair of cleats. And they were Pumas. And back in the day I played, which is the early 70s, everybody uh, wore black Rydell shoes. For all, so for all you guys that, are, that played in the 70s, you know you wore them too, you know. And nobody wore white shoes. But my coach went out and bought these Puma white shoes for me, and I wore them through the season. And the reason why I'm telling you this story, because I want you to understand how important your role is as a coach. I want you to understand that the athletes that you're coaching today is, are, is watching you. And so what this coach, Giannis, did for me is that he bought me these Pumas. He introduced me to uh, his family. I remember every Wednesday night, he his mom had spaghetti, and I would walk by their house, and she would call me in. Uh, I remember my football games when I played. His mom would wear my jersey and just wave this flag. I had, you know, this old Greek woman up there in the stands yelling my name, and it, it was great. And it was the first time as an athlete or as a, just a – a young man that I had this 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 family, um, the idea of having this particular family was was just so awesome, and he was so important in my life that that changed my destination. Shannon, it changed the way I I thought about things. The things that I thought about as a young man, as a young athlete, were were, were things that I never believed I could do. But Coach Giannis, he would always tell me he he put his hands on my face. And he would get like inches away. Today you can't do that because of COVID, right? He'd be spitting all over me. Uh, but he was just inches away from my face. And he would say, man, Joe, I love you. I can, You can do whatever you desire to do. And time after, he didn't do this one time. He did it time after time throughout my years of playing. And I actually, I actually started believing him that I could do these things. And so I say these things to you because that's my tip for you today. My tip for you today is that you need to allow, you need to let your athletes know how much you care about them. Because what, what Coach Dianis did is he didn't talk to me about the X and O's. He looked at my life off the field. What, what could he do for me? How can he, how can he help me? And once he began to do those things for me, then I was, as an athlete, and, and it, you probably all know this because you probably had coaches like this, you would go through the wall for that coach. Like whatever he asked you or she asked you to do, you would go through the wall. And so, uh, and, and, and then there was coaches, as we probably some of you guys in the audience might have, as coaches that broke you down or talked bad about you or just didn't give you uh, – uh, you know, encouragement, and you just didn't play well. And and things didn't work out the way that you wanted to. So my tip for you today, coaches, is tell your athletes how much you care about them. Go up to them and say, look, you are really important to me. And allow those athletes to see you outside of your coaching. If it means that you're going to have uh, dinner with them, if that means you're going to introduce them to your family, because a lot of times when you introduce 
your family to athletes, they actually, for the first time, like a lot of them, like myself, get to see what a real family looks like. Because remember, not every kid you coach is going to go to college. And not every college player that goes to college is going to go to any kind of professional sport. What they're going to remember, when I was 14 years old, when I was 15 years old, whatever that age in high school, that my coach did this. And so I encourage you coaches to be able to do that this week, especially now that we, we, we don't know if we're going to play football or channel. I think it's up in the air uh, what we're going to do with football. But that doesn't change what uh, you could do. You don't have to wait for your sport to start to be able to be a coach. And to this day, my coach, I call him coach. I don't think I've ever, Chandler, called him Alex. How about you, Chandler? Have you? Coach, you... I, I still call my coaches coach. I even call my boss coach. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Partially because my boss is technically the head coach, but I still call him coach. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And I think that's – that's what's so unique about the name of coach. And so I just want to remind you from when we started this podcast that a coach is somebody back in the 1800s, okay? A coach was people that got into the coach. It took them from one destination to another destination. And so the coach was able to take them to that destination. You are that coach. That coach, you as a coach, players are going to come, and you're going to take them from one area to the next area. And here's the great thing about this whole thing, right? You, if you have a great relationship with your athletes, you'll always have them in your life. I have athletes today that are 30-something years old, 40-something years old, and they, I know their families, and they talk to me, and they're always asking me my opinion. My opinion is that Chandler's not always good. I give my opinion, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. But anyways, um, so I just want to introduce our podcast. And, and as time gets by, uh, we'll have interviews and, and different people coming in. We're going to have lots of fun. And uh, I'm hoping, coaches, that uh, you enjoy this podcast. And, and you're probably sitting right now, you know, we'll get better at doing this podcast, right, Chandler? We're going to get better at doing this, right? Well, everything's a, I mean, the first time you do everything, it's it's a dry run, basically. You're going to learn a lot from your first couple of experiences doing a podcast or a show or whatever it is. So I, I think the road is up for us. We got a lot, we got a lot we're going to improve on and we know that. So uh, I'm really looking forward to what we have coming up. That's why I love you, Chandler. You always make me feel good. And I know as a coach, you think, man, I could do a podcast because I talk all the time, but. Man, when these mics are in your face, <laughs> you just kind of freeze up. So, anyways, hey, I just want to uh, wish you guys uh, a good week. Um, hug on your family and your kids. Tell your wife you love them. Peace out. <laughs>